Hi, everybody. This is Jen Shaughnessy with The Makeup Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by photographer Diane Chappelle, located in the Albany area. Diane is the photographer who did my headshots, which are the most favorite headshots I've ever had done. Um, She has a way of making you feel beautiful and she's amazing at capturing what people have a hard time seeing in themselves. Today's podcast, I'm going to go over contour types. Uh, My friend Susie is also a makeup artist and she wants me to discuss in full depth cream contour versus powder contour. So I want you to start thinking about makeup from a technical standpoint. It's not just makeup, it's chemistry and color theory and art and painting. And you need to start looking at things in terms of bone structure and what you're trying to achieve when you do something. For example, contour is meant to make the face look like it has more definition. Most women use it as a tool to make themselves look thinner and it's especially used on photo shoots for the very same reason so that the face doesn't look flat and wide now cream versus powder is mostly preference and it's mostly related to how things feel on the face what your skin type is and how you apply it with brushes For example, I am extremely dry. I used to be oily, so I used to use a lot of powders to absorb the oil so I didn't look shiny, and therefore I would have never put a cream on my face. Creams on top of oily skin beat up. Um, They don't last for very long. They're super slippery, and you you hear the term melting off my face. It's, It's just because the cream, it just slides. With powder, powder sticks to oil, it absorbs oil, and it either disintegrates or it just stays there because it makes, um, like a, not really like a paste, but, but it doesn't move. So, so that is the technical aspect of things. Now, when you're prepping the face, if your skin is oily and you don't want it to feel oily, you're going to prep your skin by washing your face with some sort of oil controlling face wash whether it's a foam or a gel or some sort of acid wash like a glycolic face wash which is pretty gentle so even sensitive skin like mine can use it Um, and then you want to follow up with an oil absorbing moisturizer if your skin is dry you're going to do the exact opposite you're going to wash it with either an oil or a cream cleanser And then you're going to follow it up with a nice rich cream because your cells are going to be dry and deflated and they are going to soak it right up. So that being said, once your skin is prepped, if your skin is dry, you're most likely going to want to use a mattifying, I'm sorry, if your skin is oily, you're most likely going to want to use a mattifying foundation and a liquid-based concealer. If your skin is dry, you're probably going to want to use either a liquid foundation or a cream. I prefer the creams. I like 
the application of it. I always use a flat top foundation brush because I like how when you buff it out, it gives an airbrushed finish. As a matter of fact, I never use airbrush on set. The only time I'll use airbrush is for special effects makeup, body painting, or doing makeup, uh, mortuary makeup. But those are really the only times I ever use it. Um, Lost my train of thought. Sorry. Back to cream foundation. So, you know, I, I like buffing out the cream foundation with a flat top foundation brush. And then I'll apply my cream contour with my flat top chisel brush from Sigma. Now, I mentioned in podcast number two how to apply contour. So you can go back and listen to that. Um, And I've also done a ton of videos on my blog, jenshaughnessy.com forward slash blog, that shows you how to apply contour. So we're not going to get into the application part so much as we're going to get into um, what, what tools to use with which products. Now, with the cream contour, I mentioned in my last podcast also that the Anastasia Contour Kit is kind of chalky for a cream contour. I don't hate it, but it's not super smooth, so there is definitely a struggle, and you need to use a lot of elbow grease to apply it if you're applying it on its own. If you like that cream contour, but you want a little bit more of a slip and you need to add something for spreadability, you can take the brush that you're applying it with. Um, For example, you know, if I'm going to use that, I will take either a regular foundation brush or a Kabuki concealer brush. I'll dip it in a little bit of moisturizer and then I'll get the, the brush nice and greased up and then I'll put it in the Anastasia cream contour kit and then I will apply it to the face. So if you're finding that you like certain products that are creamy or supposed to be creamy and they just are not enough, that's what I highly recommend doing is take a moisturizer. It could be a liquid foundation too, but then you're into like muting the color of the cream contour. So it's not recommended unless your cream contour is too dark. Um, And go easy with the lotion. You don't need a ton of it. Just a tiny little bit, enough to get the brush greased up so that um, the bristles aren't dry. That's the only reason you need it. You don't need to soak the brush. Otherwise, you're going to end up putting too much of it on and then the contour is actually going to be too sheer and it's not going to be dark enough. You can also do the same thing for foundations. I mentioned it in my last podcast, but if your foundation is a little bit too dry and your skin needs a little bit more moisture to it, just either put your lotion on thicker or add it to the brush that you're going to apply the foundation with. Now, that's pretty much it for cream contours. Like I said, the people who like them either have really sensitive skin or are super dry, and the reason why they're putting it on is because it spreads better and it feels better on the skin, so you're not fighting with it as much to put it on. Now, as far as powder contour goes, people who have drier skin tend to prefer them. Or, I mean, I keep getting these things backed up. I'm sorry, I'm driving. Um, People who have oilier skin tend to prefer powder products because their skin is so oily. Products don't last on the face if they're not drier. Now, with the powdered contour, you can do a couple different things with this. I highly recommend doing your skincare first, applying your foundation, and setting it with a powder before you even put your your powder contours on. This is why. If you have oily skin, 
or you're applying contour right after your foundation, your foundation is most likely still going to be a little bit damp and it's going to grab it in a streak and then it's going to be hard to blend. So that liquid foundation needs to be absorbed a little bit by a powder and set with a powder so that it's completely dry and when you go to put your contour on top of it, the contour won't stick to the skin. You'll be able to spread it better on the powder that set the foundation. Now, I use a Morphe brush for my contour. It's a pointed, tapered, um, it's, it's used for a couple different things. You can either use it for contour or you can use it for powder. And after this podcast has been posted and you want a list of products, please feel free to visit the blog, jenshaughnessy.com forward slash blog. It's right on my website. Um, and there'll be a breakdown of the products that I'm talking about, but I'm using the Morphe chisel brush. It comes in the Jaclyn Hill favorites collection by Morphe and I use it to once I've applied my cream contour and set everything with my setting powder and I want a little bit more of a dramatic contour, I'll go back with the chisel brush and I'll put it right over exactly where I applied the cream contour just to give a little bit more depth. It's probably unnecessary, but I like to do it for when I know I'm going to be on camera or video just because it gives a little bit more of a contour. I'm not huge when it comes to having a really dramatic contour. My friend Jordan is always telling me to put more on when I put makeup on people and it's just, it's just not me, you know? So if you like a lot of contour and you want to do it really heavy, go for it. But the trick is to make sure it's well blended. I see so many pictures on celebrities and famous people and actors and actresses who have so many expensive makeup artists. And you know what the first thing I see is? A big, dirty brown streak on the side of their face. And it's because their contour is way too dark and it's not blended. And by blended, what I mean is there should be no lines. The difference between the line of your contour and your blush and your highlighter and your skin should be so well blended that it's like a gradual increase and it doesn't look like somebody just put a streak of contour there and left it. Now the way to achieve that is to just make sure that you buff it out. Whatever brush you're applying it with, you should work it more so that the edges are buffed and there's not a sharp line. It should be like a blur, not not a line of a huge definition and indifference. Um, now, if when you get this powdered contour on and you feel like, oh my God, I put way too much on or I don't like the way this looks, take your powder brush that you applied your foundation powder with and lightly go over it and start um, adding a little bit more powder to it and start buffing it out and then you'll probably like it better. Oftentimes what I'll do is I'll do my setting powder and then I'll apply more contour or bronzer in the contoured spots and then I'll even set it more with some sort of beauty powder like Max Beauty Powder or I have this um, Chanel Satin Day Chanel um, face powder that's got like a peachy pink tint to it. Um, or just any other sort of like diffusing powder or HD powder. And sometimes I'll even add more highlighter. So it just depends on my mood and what I want it to look like. But, um, you know, that that's pretty much it in terms of application and applying it. Your brushes should be nice and soft. When you touch them to your face, they shouldn't feel sharp and stabby. 
a lot of times what that do not only will it irritate the skin, but it'll leave streaks in the face and also um, it'll scratch up the skin, which over time can lead to rosacea. So you also want to avoid any sort of granule um, exfoliating creams or washes that have any sort of like nuts in them, ground nuts, like the apricot scrub is horrible for skin, for example. Um, any repeated irritation over time will cause rosacea. So just keep that in mind when choosing brushes. Don't, don't skimp on them. If they don't feel soft, then you shouldn't be putting them on their face, on your face if they hurt. Um, the Jaclyn Hill Favorites collection has a lot of great brushes in it. It has, um, a few different ones. I'm just going to open my makeup bag and look at the numbers because I keep forgetting what they are. I use a couple different ones. I use the Japanesque blush brush to apply my brush, my blush. I use um, Morphe's M530 Dome topped blush brush to go after and apply bronzer. I use the chisel tapered brush that I was talking about is M438. And I use the M510 brush for the highlighter or for cleaning up under the eye area if I've had some shadow fallout. That's pretty much it for today's podcast. I think we've covered enough. Um, We're at 13 minutes now, which I think is a good stopping point. So if you have any ideas about a next podcast, let me know. And if you have any questions about this podcast that haven't been answered, please feel free to shoot me an email, jenshaughnessy at gmail.com, or you can go to the website, jenshaughnessy.com, look at the blog, and there may, you know, your question may already be answered in that. But if not, feel free to reach out to me and I can respond with either a follow-up on the next podcast or I can uh, shoot your response through email. Thank you so much for joining me on my third podcast. I'm so excited to have a first sponsor and to have it picked up by iTunes. And somebody even emailed me yesterday from a different company that reached out that said they loved the show and they wanted me to do a couple things for their company. So I'm really, really psyched about this. Um, I know that podcast is kind of like an old thing, but I don't really care. I just love it. I'm having so much fun with this and I hope you guys are having fun too. Thank you so much and have a great day.